Good evening, baseball fans. It is Tuesday. Yes, no, Thursday. Wrong T word. T sentence. I don't. Words are hard. Wrong T word. There we go. Wrong T day. There we go. Of the week. Thursday. It is Thursday. Look, it's still Christmas break. My kids are still home. Hence why I have a Jack Daniels Lynchburg lemonade. Okay. Jack Daniels sponsor us. Um, so I don't I don't know what day of the week it is or what episode this is. No, I, I lied. I actually do know what episode this is. Episode three, season three, Astros edition of Bourbon and Baseball. I'm Susie. That's Tom. Did I point the right way? I think I pointed the right no, way. No, the wrong know. way. I'm, Are you well, sure? For, for me, for me, I'm. That way. That way. Yeah. There we go. Okay. All right. Sorry. Uh, for audio only people, they're like, what are you doing, Susie? I don't know. I don't know. Um, YouTube, you just got a perfect show there that just epitomizes my life. Anyhow, uh, welcome. This is after Christmas um, edition of Bourbon and Baseball. Um, side note, I should give you the warning before I go on. If any tiny ears are listening to this, and uh, you are offended by the F word, you should probably turn this off or, um, I don't know, get some earbuds and listen to it by yourself because it's going to be a rated R show. All the adult content, not that kind of adult content. That's weird. Um, if that's your jam, that's that's not my jam. I'm not judging anybody. Okay. Um, but yeah, all of the F words because we're going to be talking about the outfield today. We're going to be talking about the outfield today. And I just, I guarantee you there will be lots of efforts. So how are you, Tom? Did you have a good I'm good. I had a good Christmas. It is not my Christmas break because I don't have one of those cool jobs where you get like 37 days off between Thanksgiving and January 3rd or whatever. So uh, I have to be at work in the morning. So there is yeah. an energy drink and not an adult beverage in front of me. Uh, other than that, Christmas was fun. Got to eat a lot of food. Got some cool stuff. Did you uh, get anything fun for Christmas? I got this Astro Shaker that's right there. Right there. Oh. To make drinks. Yeah, like I'm trying to point with my thumb. Like, I'm like, I don't know where you're yeah, pointing, but okay. Over, see, boom, right there. Where my okay. thumb is? Astro got Shaker. Got it. Okay. Came with some glasses. Astros as well. Very cool. Uh, Jason Momoa makes a vodka. I got the Jason Momoa vodka. And, uh, uh, is there a certain reason that you got Jason Momoa vodka or you just like Jason Momoa? Uh, I like to tell people that, you know, we're related. No, no. I mean, I try all the actors liquors because I feel like they're all very good. Oh, they okay. try to make a spirit they can put their name on. So whether it's uh, Mark Wahlberg, The Rock, Jason Momoa, George Clooney, you name it. I'll try them all. Do you have the George Clooney tequila? I have don't you have tried the George on, Clooney? Absolutely. Oh. Uh, it's really good. I want to try the Matthew McConaughey tequila. I haven't got there yet, though. All right, all Organic. right, all right. Yes, Let's do it. Yes. He's weird, though. I don't have to tell you that. He They, they named their tequila pantalones, which is Spanish for <laughs> pants. I don't I, – and, and their commercial doesn't tell you anything. It's I like, mean, if you keep saying it, you'll be good. If and by you then drink you've drank a lot of it. Yeah. If you drink it enough, the pants will come off. Like, I, duh. I, I assume. That's I assume. Uh, that's isn't isn't that how the song goes? I don't know. I don't know. For sure, anyway. Astros baseball season, we will have all those tequilas in here at some point. Doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if Rafael Montero's 
continues his super awesomeness. We're 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 definitely gonna drink. Anyways, um, not a whole ton of news on the Astros front, but there is some movement, a little bit of movement. Um, Victor Caratini obviously has been signed. So, you know, addition by subtraction. Martin Maldonado, hats off to you because you got signed by the White Sox. Hooray, hooray, hooray. I'm I'm so sad that like <laughs> that that he couldn't that that it was so divisive his games the way that he played like the amount he played i'm so sad about it because honestly i think he's going to be good for that white Sox clubhouse i mean if if the white Sox clubhouse is in such you're shaking your head why are you shaking your head tom martin baldonado is a bad baseball player i, I don't okay. i don't know why everybody wants to throw his numbers out and just say, fuck that. He's great. I, I, I look the person, the personality, the persona, absolutely different animal, but the baseball player. Yeah. No, the I, baseball not, player is not good. Not good. I, but I'm not talking about the baseball team. I'm like the actual play on the field. I'm talking about the clubhouse mentality and clubhouse attitude I mean, really, that is that is what was talked about. Like, the entire fucking season, how hard Martin Maldonado worked, how much preparation Martin Maldonado did. And I don't know. I'm just saying, like, maybe, maybe he takes that over to the White Sox. And apparently, Jose Abreu was the glue that was holding that White Sox clubhouse, like, together. Because apparently after he left, just disarray everywhere. So I'm just saying, maybe... Martin Malnado goes in there and is like, what up? Veteran presence? Here we go. Let's go. No? It wasn't that they didn't have veteran presence. They've got veterans on that ball club. They need good baseball players. They had bad baseball players. Well, they had, I mean. like They don't have ball players. They got girls. Luis Luis Robert Jr. would, would. would disagree with you there, sir. He's he's there. There are a couple guys that are still there that are really good. Absolutely, Luis Robert, Dylan Cease, those guys studs. It's just around them is bad baseball players. Okay, yeah, but I feel like Eloy Jimenez could step up. Like Andrew Benintendi could step up. I mean, if if the White Sox give you the highest paid contract to date, I don't know. Maybe maybe Andrew Benintendi is like, look, I can't I can't be the number one, but I could be a number two. I'm just saying. You you know what I I don't know who does the 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 White Sox baseball stuff, but they will be happy to have you on their show because you are the ray of sunshine that they need. You are the I'm hope trying, that springs look, eternal. Listen, I'm trying to give the White Sox any <laughs> sort of like shred of anything. I mean they they signed Eric Fetty. Eric Fetty, look, I say this in jest apparently, but. Martin Maldonado and Eric Fetty are about to go off, and Eric Fetty is about to win like a Cy Young next season. Okay, like, okay, all of the intangible. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny it's, when we do it, right? It's gonna be <laughs> the White Sox are gonna have intangibles just 
coming out the ass. I just, I'm just saying. But like, really, okay, Yiner Diaz. How many innings do you think Yiner Diaz is going to catch next season? Innings or games? Either or. I I am bullish on Yiner Diaz. I believe young dude. I think he's going to catch anywhere from 125 to 140 games. Okay. Do you think that he's going to take reps at first base? No. Do you think he's going to take reps in the outfield? No. If you guys, if you are audio only, I need you to go to the YouTubes. I need you to go to the YouTubes at 8.55. Mark that time. And I need you to look at the the look of disgust on Tom's face when he said the no to me. Okay. Just not, not only was it a no, but it was like a no with attitude and a look. So just it's, it's worth it guys. It's worth it. Anyways. Okay. So Dana Brown, apparently on Astroline said that Chaz McCormick has earned the left field spot. And Jake Myers will be our everyday center fielder. We love that. <laughs> yeah. Also, if you're yeah. if you're audio only, you need to go and watch Susie say that it's worth it. Yeah, we love that so much, so so much. We don't love that. In case you didn't know, let Chaz fucking cook in center field. Go. It makes me so sad. It really does. It makes me so sad. But I honestly think like Chaz is just like, can I just play? I just want to play. Can I just, any anywhere 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 I will play anywhere left center you want you want me to catch I'll catch you want I, I'll take reps at first like I don't care just let me play uh, and I have been screaming at the top of my lungs for a season now essentially that I wanted Jake Myers to be traded because I think with everyday reps he he's going to be good or or at the very least a league average bat with above average defense obviously um i've been saying that for years literal years <laughs> apparently we're going to see how that how jake myers goes next season so the outfield is looking like uh chaz in left jake in center kyle tucker in right obviously jose Abreu in first dana brown chat Hats off to you, Dana Brown. All of the shade that keeps getting thrown at Dusty Baker from Dana Brown. I just, I love it so much. Just saying that Jose Abreu uh, will get more rest days. Um, maybe DH. Maybe John Singleton will get some bats. Some bats at bats. I don't know how I feel about that, but I think maybe if John Singleton saw more playing time maybe he would be a little bit more consistent so you know we'll we'll see how all of that goes and and, and plays out obviously i think you know our short king jose altuve hopefully we'll get some dh days as well and maybe mauricio Dubon will slot in at second base and jose altuve will dh we'll see if that happens, though, I need Jordan in left and then Chaz in center 
and then Jake to have a seat. I don't know if that's going to happen, though. I don't know if that's going to happen. I feel like from what we can take from this, for the part of the fan base that feels that you had this surplus of talent and you needed to use it throughout the season, I think this is what Dana Brown is hoping that Joe Espada will do with this talent. I think last year we saw it so many times where you you saw Bray was struggling, but he never got any time off. You saw different guys that needed breaks here, there, and wherever, and they just didn't get the time. So Dana coming out in front and kind of saying this makes us feel that this is what he wanted all along, and Dusty Baker was like, nah, nah, bro. This is my clubhouse. You you, you just sit back and watch. Thank me later. Drink some wine. Oh. But um, I think that Joe Espada showed his hand a little bit in, in the playoffs when he talked about, you know, some of the moves that he made, you know, having gut feelings about playing guys in certain situations. I think he's going to do a lot of this. I think you're going to see a lot of what Susie's talking about. The Jake Myers thing, I really wonder, is this – to build up some value to maybe move them because I can't see a scenario where Mauricio Dubon wins a gold glove has a season he has and then doesn't play. So where are you playing him? So what you're telling me is that we need to trade high on Mauricio Dubon. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> That's tough. <laughs> I, I kind of like Dubon more than I like Jake because of the flexibility that he provides you. I think you have a, a center fielder in Chaz, like we've talked about. I think if you asked Jordan Alvarez, he'd rather play left field more than he would DH because the numbers bear it out that he's a monster when he's in the field as opposed to when he plays DH, much like Yiner Diaz. I just don't know. I don't know what that rotation looks like. I mean, I feel like he's the fourth outfielder, right? Who's the fourth outfielder? Mauricio Dubon. Yeah. But he shouldn't be. He shouldn't be. He shouldn't but, be. But then where do you play him? I'm you, saying I'm saying trade high on him. I'm saying his trade value is is not going to be any fucking higher than it is right fucking now. And that does not make me a popular person within Astros Twitter. <laughs> They're going to come for you. Absolutely. That's what okay. the fuck did you just say? They, they, didn't, they, they weren't too keen on my Martin Maldonado takes either. So whatever. Um, but it's, I don't know. But then again, like, what are you going to get from, what are you going to get from Mercy Dubon? I look, every time people say that, I look at the Miles Straw trade and I go, they got Yiner Diaz for that dude. Like they got Yiner Diaz and Phil Maton for for Miles Straw. Even but if they, they didn't get Maton, I'm just saying they got Yiner Diaz. You can is, make a trade. Is that some sort of? Is that some sort of like James Click magic? James Click made that trade, yeah, yeah. He did, yeah, because Dusty was like, "Oh, all right, cool. Like you want to keep playing Miles Straw? Okay, cool. I'm gonna just trade Miles Straw." Dusty, and here, here you go. Now, what are you going to do? I think that's where you lean on your advanced scouts to find a guy that's 22, 23 with great numbers that looks really good in somebody else's lower A minor league system. 
you pluck them, develop them. The Astros do a great job of developing talent. And that's how you have Yiner Diaz. Hmm. I need, I need to get Kenny back on and talk about, talk about Kenny's the our, best. Some of our low A, high A, double A pitching and see if we can't. Cause that's, that's my, well, I say my weak spot. I have lots of weak spots, but I mean, really our pitching pipeline. I mean, we, we always see how, how well are our pitchers, um, how well we can develop pitchers. So I'm like, I wonder if that pitching pipeline is speaking yet. of pitching prospect pipeline for Whitley. So on the ball again, I, I'm not look. Forrest Whitley has got the sentence that I'm about to say is going to just come off real, real weird, but it's, it's going to happen. Forrest Whitley has gotten me excited way too often and has disappointed me way too much. Okay. That sounds real bad. I know. I understand. I have the mind of a 12 year old. Okay. I get it. I told you inappropriate adult humor is going to happen. Rated our show. But I, I am not. I, I, refuse I hope to get no excited. one ever says that about me ever. <laughs> like, holy crap. That's like the worst compliment or non-compliment you could ever get. It's true, though. It's true, though. And everybody that has any idea about Forrest Whitley and his progress and prognosis knows what the fuck I'm talking about. Right? Like, you all know. Okay? I, I'm not. I'm not going to get excited about anything Forrest Whitley related until that motherfucker steps on a goddamn field and... And pitches like half a season at the very least. At the very least, I need half a season out of the motherfucker in the bigs. And then after that, I'll be like, okay, I can get excited now. <laughs> okay. I don't want to see, I don't want to see him throwing fucking 98, striking out fucking Eric, whatever his name is from Juco College. Like, I can't. Nope. 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 He looked, looked really great. good, though. It did. It did. I'm not getting excited about it anymore. Nope. Mm -mm. I've been burned too many times. Fool me. What, what's the saying? Fool me once. Shame on me. Fool me twice. Can't fool me again. Shame on me. No. <laughs> That's what That's the president it. said. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Fool me. Fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Shame on me. No. That's not it. I don't know what the saying is. You guys know what I'm talking about. Okay. <laughs> I have an eyelash in my eyeball. Anyways, keep talking. Um, yeah. But yeah. Kenny, Kenny Van Doren, the Kenny Van Doren, the Vandalorian. Mm -hmm. Yes. He on Twitter, definitely go follow him, follow his work. If you want to know anything about the Astros minor league between him and Astros future, also on Twitter, follow them. Not Astros X, future we is don't... Jimmy Price. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, not, not Twitter, not X, because we don't believe in that crap. Go follow those guys because they constantly pull up great information to learn about your guys in the low ways to learn about guys. They were on Spencer Arigetti way before Spencer Arigetti was a thing. And let me tell you, they were hundred percent right. Cause the kid looks great. So when those guys talk, I listen uh, every time I'm like, they're the guys. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and if you, if you've listened to any of the Kenny Van Doren episodes, uh, PG 13 season comes out in those episodes. I don't think I've dropped an F-bomb at any point in time with Kenny. Because it's because he's, he's so young? <laughs> it's because he's four. He's really not four, guys. He, I want to say he's like 23 or something. But he is a he is a tiny baby child, and I feel bad. <laughs> I feel real bad. Anyhow. 
he called me dude like once or twice in the thing and i was just like okay you know it was kind of it was kind of like i kind of felt like yeah a little bit that's yeah. Uh, great so, guy though. Great guy. Su- super awesome. Super, super knowledgeable. And uh, every time I'm like mesmerized by all of his intelligence and le- and all of the, the things that he will just like randomly come up with. I'm all, what? Oh, all right. Like, how are you just keeping this in your brain? All right, cool. But he is a infant, but a very knowledgeable infant. So if cussing is not your, if it's not your deal, but you want to listen to that, go find the Kenny Van Dorn. Not an F word in sight. <laughs> in print? No. Here? Uh, anyways. So, yeah. Victor Caratini backing up Yanner Diaz. Jose Abreu at first, DHing some days. John Singleton getting some at bats. Jose Altuve. Mauricio Dubon backing him up. Do you think that? Jeremy Pena and Alex Bregman will actually have rest days and Mauricio Dubon be shuffled in at shortstop and third. He should. If if we're not messing with the outfield or if it's going to be two weeks in between outfield rotation, I think especially if Pena struggles, especially if Bregg struggles, a day off, those guys never got him last year. And when they did, the lineup was just completely gutted. You could totally give one of those guys a day off with Dubon and not compromise your lineup to where we're not scoring any runs that day. Sorry, whoever's pitching, you're just taking an L. I, I totally think that Joe Espada should and will give those guys normal rest to keep everybody fresh and um, use the talent that he's got because it doesn't no good on the bench. Does it absolutely no good just watching the game. Will Greg Hessinger get any at-bats? I don't know. That's a good question. Spring training is going to tell us so much because guys are going to come in and probably perform crazy and then earn some time. Some guys are going to struggle, and then maybe they will get days off in there early on. Does, does Greg Hessinger play third, too, or does he? is he just shortstop? I want to say he was a util infield. He played third, too. He okay, so third. maybe so maybe Mauricio Dubon – Backing up Jose Altuve and then Greg Kessinger backing up shortstop and third. I could see it. Okay. Is Kyle Tucker going to take a day off? Is Chaz going to slot in at right any at any point in time? It's a great question. Tuck played a ton of baseball last year with the World Baseball Classic, coming off a World Series, then all the way through the playoffs. You could just tell he was gassed at the end of the season. I really hope that. His time abroad, because if you follow him on Instagram, he's running around Europe or, or somewhere thereof and taking all the pictures and just really getting away from baseball. Uh, he started working like, out again. He started working out again. Well, yeah, but I mean, like for the most of it, he was, you know, out with the future misses or misses. We don't know yet. Uh, doing things. So. Yeah, we'll see. Chaz is slated to get married here shortly. So excited for him. Do you think he invites the Chaz Chomp people to the? <laughs> that would be awesome. I don't think he does though. I don't think. Why be like no? <laughs> right. Get him out of here. So funny though. Um, I listened to a podcast that um, Bennett Souza recorded, 
Uh, if you guys are not familiar with Bennett Souza's name, why would you be? Because, you know, um, he came on after the trade, den- not after the trade deadline, after the deadline for um, postseason. So he's not eligible to pitch in the postseason for us. I want to say we picked him up like the day after that like deadline, but he came over from the Reds, uh, left-handed reliever. And you know how uh, Dusty felt about his left-handed relievers. Um, but Bennett Zeus actually turned out to be pretty good, actually, and like kind of diamond in the rough. And I want to say like in five, five games, um, struck out seven i think didn't give up any runs or maybe gave up like one um and and received kind of high leverage innings like seventh inning type stuff so i think he's gonna get a spring training invite we'll see between him and parker machinsky i feel like i'm missing another left-handed reliever who am i missing for the Astros? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to find my mouse so that I can type. <laughs> okay. I got a new setup here, guys. And so I cannot, I can no longer find a, find a mouse. Oh, that baseball reference is not where I wanted to go. I want to go to fanographs. Hold on, guys. I will tell you to fanographs we go. The bullpen is definitely going to be interesting because... It's not going to look the same. You know, there's some names you know that will be gone. And uh, it'll yeah. be different. You'll, yep. you'll, you'll have new middle leverage to high leverage guys, I would think. Yeah. Ryan Stanek, Phil Maton, and Hector Neris are all free agents. None of them, none of which who have signed yet. Uh, Phil Maton, apparently, there's been rumors he's been linked to the Cardinals. Hector Neris has been rumored as a closer for a lot of different teams um and then i've not heard heard anything about ryan stanick and i kind of feel like if we bring back ryan stanick i think maybe he'll get some more leverage innings i don't know but i thought it was interesting him and apollo are really tight Mm -hmm. and uh they interviewed him and Tucker was a guy that sold him on the Astros. They they go way back from their days in Tampa, and he was one of the first guys he reached out to. And Tucker gushed about the Astros, about the clubhouse, about the facility, about everything. So he wouldn't have been an Astro without Tucker. So I'm kind of curious, like, if he comes back because they're tight and they want to keep Tuck. Mm, maybe, maybe. Um, okay, so as of right now, roster resource fangraphs has you know who I forgot Ronel Blanco. <laughs> I did that last time too. Ronel Blanco and Kendall Graven in our in our bullpen. Totally forgot about them. So as of right now, our, our bullpen consists of they put in Jose Urquidy in our bullpen. Interesting. So they have Jose Urquidy, Brandon Belak. No, thank you. Bennett Souza, Rona Blanco, Kendall Graven, Rafael Montero, Brian Abreu, and Ryan Presley as our bullpen. Sounds about right. I'm not thrilled with some of those. Like, don't don't give me Brandon Belak. No, thank you. 
I think he's out of <laughs> options though. So that may be that may be an issue. And by that may be an issue, that means he needs to be either traded or um does he have any more? No, yeah, he does not have any more options left. Zero options. And Ronel Blanco only has one option left. And he was up and down a bunch last season. So, yeah, he only has one option. Bennett Souza only has one option. Funnily enough, Jose Arquiti has two options left. I don't think any he's going to I don't think he's going to get option down to AAA at any point in time. But it has our rotating starting rotation as JV, Fromber, CJ, Hunter Brown and then JP France. Sounds about right. I want to. I really want to move Hunter Brown, kind of into the bullpen though. And would you want to start one of those guys as opposed to Hunter Brown though? No, I don't want Jose Arquiti. You will probably get your wish when LMJ and uh, Luis Garcia come back. back. Are they coming back? When are they coming back? Apparently, they're coming. So they say. Unless LMJ is too busy slinging coffee and alcohol. I, I, LMJ scares me, man. So, are you familiar with the movie Major League? Charlie Sheen? That's before An- Susie. It's, oh, it's, wait. Old, it's an old is movie. Is it Animal? Is it, well, Wild Thing. Wild Thing. Yes, yes. Yes, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is LMJ. The prison inmate dude had the long hair. You know, the first movie, throws hard, talks trash, loud, abrasive, 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 (laughs) uh, yeah, abrasive, I made that up. In the second movie, in the second movie, they win the the whole thing, right? The second movie cuts his hair, gets with this model, starts wearing suits, starts naming his pitches. If you can hit it, you can rename it. He loses all his velocity and he's just horrible. And then he has to meet up with like an old fling to like get his mojo back. Cause like, he just wasn't that guy anymore. And you look at LMJ and he's doing a lot of the same things. Like he opened up a coffee shop, you know, cut his hair. He's all, you know, suit and tie guy now. And it's like, where's the long haired, you know, dude, like, you know, bury me in the age talking trash, you know, tatted up, bearded. But short hair LMJ is wow. That's I wasn't. I was like, you were oh. prepared. I was not prepared. I was like, all right, short hair LMJ got me feeling some type of way. Like, I'm sorry, I wasn't aware of what you look like with short hair. Apparently, but then, but it's funny though because 2018, looking at LMJ ball, you are straight up a four year old. Why do you look so young? Like 2018 LMJ, like I couldn't, I could be like, oh, you are a handsome fellow. Now I'm like, no, you are definitely a handsome fellow. Uh, but yeah, no, short hair LMJ though. Wow. That is, I was like, okay, all right, Kara, I see, I see it. Mm-hmm, okay. I'm just saying, just saying. So when Luis Garcia and Lance McCullers come back, that replaces Hunter Brown and JP France. Makes sense to me. And JP France and Hunter Brown go to the pen. And who gets bumped? Brandon Milak. 
Okay, well, so that means so then Brad then that means we need to trade Brandon Bielak somewhere. Because obviously he can't go back down. And then, for a player to be named later, one of those guys. Mm, okay, okay. And then cast considerations. Uh too bad Rafael Montero can't go anywhere. He can, you're just still gonna have to pay him. No, thank you. Don't want to do that. None of that. None of that, please. Okay, so yeah, I don't I don't think that we're going to do anything else before the season starts. All of these other teams, I say all of the other teams, namely the Dodgers and the Royals, <laughs> two unlikely pairs that you would never hear in a sentence. But literally, the Dodgers and the Royals are like the only teams making moves. And let me tell you, I cannot wait for Dave Roberts and the Dodgers to figure out a way to fuck it up and everybody go, what happened to the Dodgers? They had Otani. They had Yamamoto. They had everybody. And they did not get there. I'm, I'm just, I'm here for that more than anything. Listen, I'm just so, I'm. it just cracks me up that, that the 84 wind Diamondbacks hurt their feelings so fucking much that they're like, you know what? Fuck this shit. We're going to spend all the money in the entire world. We're going to spend 1.1 billion with a B dollars. And we're going to sign the Japanese team, basically. <laughs> the world baseball classic Japanese all-stars. Yeah. Yeah. That's basically what, what they did. That's they, Shohei was like, cool. No, I'd no, I I'd like to win, please. So just can you sign some more players? Thank you. Um, so they spent their money and their grandbaby's money. Like mm-hmm. Otani doesn't get paid until the guy who's cutting checks right now isn't a member of this earth anymore. Yeah. Like forever. But away. you know what though? They're they're going to make that money back tenfold. Like it's not even it is not even a question in my mind because the world baseball classic when that was on like the ratings in japan so like a good like a decent rating is like eight percent right of like households like watching it eight fifty percent of japan watched the fucking world baseball classic so you cannot tell me now that the fact that the dodgers that have yamamoto and shohei otani literally japan is just going to be a sea of dodger blue just Dodgers, like um, Yoshida, Masataka Yoshida for the Boston Red Sox. Nobody gives a fuck about him. Kodai Senga for the Mets. Nobody gives a fuck about him. Nope. Dodgers. That day, young pitcher, though, uh, what is his name? Ro- Roki something. Oh, Roki Sasaki. Mm-hmm. He may be different. Wherever he goes, that may be different because that dude's awesome. Yeah, but I'm. I'm gonna be so fucking pissed if if the Dodgers get him too. Like it just at, at that point in time, they they will they will take over the quote unquote evil empire moniker, and it will now be it will now be the Dodgers. I feel like he's a Met. I I don't know why I just do. I think, think the Mets. Saki is a is a Met. I, I think he's a Met. I think the Yankees and the Mets are gonna get into a bidding war, and this will be Cohen's first. I'm not losing this one. And he's just gonna spend all the money. Well, I mean, but he Hot had take, I guess. 
he had the highest bid for for um Yamamoto and Yamamoto said he wanted to be a Dodger. True, but my thing my thinking now is that the Dodgers won't be players. I don't think they'll have the money to go throw that kind of money around. And the the, the two teams that didn't get in on Yamamoto will be going, "We got the money and we know you want to play on one of the coasts. We know you don't want nothing to do with the middle of the country." So, what's it going to be? And Cohen's just going to Say, hey, you can't beat me. I, I have the bigger bank. That's fair. That's fair. Do you hear my my dryer singing you her song of of being done? You have that awesome Samsung stuff, don't you? I don't know what it is. So I'm going to say yes. <laughs> I think Samsung and LG both have the, the coolest, you know, we want to let you know that we're done nicely. Yeah. It's saying it's saying the song of its people of saying I'm done. Um, but yeah, also, I don't know. Can, can we get it? Can the Astros get in on the Japanese market? Like, no. Okay. Location. They don't want to do anything in the middle of the country. They just don't. They're not going to go to Atlanta. They're not going to go to Arizona. They're not going to go here. They're not going to go to Texas. Arizona is really not middle of the country. I mean, like. You're like a hop and a skip from the coast. True, but I just feel like all of Cali, all of New York, and maybe the Florida, you can get into the Florida a little bit. And that's it. You never see, you never hear about them going anywhere that isn't on the coast. That's fair. That's fair. I wish. I wish. I, I think here would probably be the next biggest Asian market, in my opinion. It needs to be. I mean, seriously, and it really needs to be. Like, if it, the Dodgers were smart to ta- to tap into the Japanese market, like that's that's awesome. Like, I realize like we have the Cuban pipeline, and that's great and all, but Cuba don't let people have TVs, y'all. Like, there we're not we're not raking in Cuban dollars here. Okay, like there are no Cuban companies trying to trying to give us like ad revenue. Okay, but the Japanese the Japanese are doing that. So. I don't know. I don't know if we need to start signing some like Koreans. Probably not. They're stepped down. I don't know if you could handle having a Korean baseball player. I don't think you could do it. I think you'd be, you would be too biased to a fault. Like, no, no, he needs to be in left field. Okay. Move Tucker to right. Whatever you got to do. Give me my guy. Uh, So are you saying that Chaz McCormick is part Korean? Is that what you're telling me right now? (laughs) He could be. Tom. Listen, you've got some you've got some weird ass fucking takes, and I don't I don't know I don't know about them. I don't know about them, Tom. Like, apparently, apparently, I have dark humor, and that's why I see half naked people on my timeline. Like, it's. But I'm I was hold on. I was not calling you out. I also appreciate dark humor, and I also get weird stuff on my timeline too. And I'm also are you like, not a middle aged man though? Yeah, but that doesn't mean it just happens to middle aged men. It happened to you too apparently my timeline thinks I'm a middle-aged man. I don't know whoa, why. Whoa, 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 whoa. I don't know It doesn't why. discriminate. It's equality. Pretty, you get sure you get weird stuff too. Pretty sure it does. Although my husband has asked me a time or two if I'm straight. He's like, are you sure? Are you sure you're straight? Are you sure you like men? I'm like, absolutely. I mean, not you personally, but like, you know, at some point in time. Yeah. I was like, I really just don't like anybody. Can that be a thing? Like, I just want to be a cat lady. 
He's like, wow, thanks, Susie. I'm like, I love you. Thank you. But yeah. Um, I just really, I'm tired of people. That's that's just really it. Um, yeah, so guys, the Astros still have like the fourth highest odds of winning the, the World Series by signing what Victor Caratini and Dylan Coleman. Oh, that's the other guy. That's that's who I I'm like, I know we signed somebody. Dylan Coleman. We signed Dylan Coleman. Um, came over from the Royals. He's not he's not on Fangraphs roster resource. So I don't know where the fuck he is. Fangraphs roster resource. I saw him pitch a little bit at Tread, which if you're not following Tread on Twitter, you should. Because a lot of cool stuff there. I mean, they're teaching guys to pitch. Mm-hmm. And you're starting to see like movement of pitches and stuff like that. And all the different mechanisms that go into throwing the baseball. And he looks the part. Yeah. Um, so tread is like driveline for pitchers. Driveline, obviously, for, for the hitters. Um, let's see. Yeah, they don't have Dylan Coleman. So I guess Dylan Coleman will get a spring trading invite and see where he slots in. Aye, aye, aye. But I mean, the important thing to take away is that this team was loaded to the hip before the offseason even started. Everybody was coming back with the exception of some relievers. And you got to believe that if LMJ can find it, if Luis Garcia can find it, the rotation becomes loaded again. And you literally just need the guys that produce to produce. And you should have a great chance to be right back where you were last year which was one game from a World Series. Starting pitcher Carlos Mateo traded to the Royals? Oh, I guess that's... Yeah, I guess that's who we traded um, for Dylan Coleman. Interesting. Okay. Uh, But yeah, so... Odds are, guys, I mean, we all know how poorly this roster was utilized last season. And if if different players had been utilized differently, there would have been a different outcome last season. I 1,000% believe it. Ow! I just hit my elbow. Sorry. I couldn't, I couldn't be a professional on that one and pretend like that didn't freaking hurt. Sorry. Anyhow. But yeah, we I think we're in a in, I think we're in a good spot. It's hard I not that, to. I say that with cautious, cautious optimism. Cautious optimism. I feel like the division still goes through Houston. I don't think any of these teams got any better to warrant you know me thinking differently. I don't think on paper any of them match up to what the Astros have which puts you in a, I mean, provided you're one of the top uh, division, I guess the top records division leaders. Am I saying mm-hmm. that right? Yeah. So it gets you the buy, and then you, you win one series and you're back in the ALCS. Okay. Well, so, I mean, really and truly, it's going to be between us and the Rangers, right? Like the Mariners are going to try. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, so, and for the most part, the Rangers have pretty much the same 
all of the same big players coming back. Their starting rotation is going to be held together with duct tape and glue for the first half of the season. And then after the all-star break, if everybody is healthy, then it's going to look a little different. You're going to get Jacob DeGrom back. You're going to get Max Scherzer um, back. I don't understand uh, how Scherzer goes down the way he did. Uh, I mean, herniated discs are not fun. You know, um, they signed uh, Tyler Malley for two years as well. And he just got Tommy John. So at the very earliest, I think he'll be back at the all-star break. But I don't, I don't think so. But if, I mean, as of right now, the rotation is led off by Nathan Avaldi. Uh, where are you? Nathan Avaldi, John Gray, Andrew Heaney, Dane Dunning, and Cody Bradford. I mean, nobody is nobody is shaking in their boots over that rotation. But then again, I say that, um, you know. Four fifths of that rotation apparently kicked our ass last season. So, you know, there's that. But is their bullpen going to hold up? We don't know. I thought their bullpen last season was going to implode and look what it did. So, who the fuck knows? It's baseball. I don't know. For me, I feel a lot of their guys had career years. Uh, there were some guys that had some amazing numbers, they had an incredible offense. Do I think that can that they can maintain that pace? Absolutely not. Corey Seager is Corey Seager. You know, that, that guy's a stud. Um, I'm struggling with some of the other names. Marcus but, uh, Simeon. Marcus Adolf Simeon Garcia. is a stud. Yes, those guys are studs. Is is Jankowski going to hit the cover off the ball? Is Evan Carter going to have a, a sophomore slump? I mean, we thought Jeremy Pena was just going to keep hitting. And he I didn't the think. Jeremy, I think. I think. I didn't think Jeremy Pena was going to keep hitting. I thought Jeremy Pena was going to regress just a little bit. I thought. Well, then Evan Carter could do the exact same thing. Uh yeah, maybe. He'll, you know, Josh Young, their their rookie third baseman, is he gonna? Is he gonna have a sophomore slump? Um, Nathaniel Lowe had his ups and downs. So, I mean, as of right now, they have uh, Marcus Simeon at second, Corey Seager at short, Adolis Garcia in right, Evan Carter in left, Josh Young at third, Nathaniel Lowe at first, Jonah Heim catching, Leody Tavares in center, and then Ezekiel Duran as their DH. Obviously, when you're slotting in Ezekiel Duran in for your DH, as opposed to, say, like Mitch Garver, who just signed, um, you know, with the Mariners, like, that's a step down. I don't. I don't know if that's if that's who you want as your DH. Um, I think Travis Jankowski is a free agent. So I don't think he is. Let me see. Yeah, Travis Jankowski is a free agent. So they have a ton of free agents, actually. Speaking of Mitch Garver, would you have paid him $12 million a year for two years? Everybody went nuts about the, the Montero contract. This would have been a little bit more than that for a yeah, backup for, catcher and a DH occasionally. 
Yeah, but I don't think he's going to be their their primary backup catcher, though. I think he's going to be their primary DH, though. And I think that's... When you look at it from that lens, if you're looking at him as a primary DH, I think that you got a really good value for what you paid him. You know what I'm saying? And also, but like, he is a little bit older, but he can catch in emergencies. Like, you're not going to stick him in the outfield. So, you know... Would you rather have Mitch Garver or say like Teoscar Hernandez out there, you know, for a team that is trying to get rid of strikeouts like the Mariners are. If you're looking for a power hitting DH, it kind of goes hand in hand, you know, like, Oh, I think he's a great pickup for the Mariners, but I know you were not happy when he was not an Astro. So I'm just saying based on what it took to get him, did the Astros get it wrong? Because it would have cost you twice as much to get this guy to back up your young stud catcher. And he's not going to DH for this team because there's this right. big, huge Cuban dude that's kind of really good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no. I mean, like, probably not. No. I think it – I think – I mean, I don't know if it's an overpay by, like, the Mariners in the whole grand scheme of things. But – for this team, yeah. But I mean, the fact that like Victor Caratini is a switch hitter and he knows his role, meh. Um, but yeah, like they, you know, who is their backup catcher now? Sam Huff, I think. The sorry, the Rangers. I was looking. St- I was still looking at the Rangers uh, roster resources fan graph. So, but yeah, um, you know. And I want to say that they have the Mariners have that'll be like the third catching option because I want to say they have like a backup catcher. So Mitch Garver will be the backup backup catcher, but DH. And the bottom of that lineup is not good for the Mariners. So it's, you know, he'll slot in probably in like the fifth or sixth spot. And That'll lengthen their lineup. Speaking of the bottom of the lineup, the days when Myers and 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 uh, Pena are hitting, and the whole lineup's like, it's going to be really fun. Yeah, yeah. I listen. I really hope. I really hope and pray. That all of the things that I said about Jake Myers on like another team, you know, like getting everyday reps and he'll get into a groove and he'll be really good. I'm hoping, I'm really, really, really hoping that, that comes to fruition here on the Astros. Also, if we can win a motherfucking home game, that's all I'm, that's all I'm asking. Okay, guys, just please win a home game. That's all we needed. Just one more, just one more fucking home game. That's all we needed. A home playoff game. Okay. That's all we needed maybe maybe since Yiner Diaz and Chaz McCormick will actually get to play and they had the highest and second highest WRC pluses in Minime Park maybe that can be a thing do you think that continues do you think their struggles at home no 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 
that Yiner and Chaz continue to rake at home. Maybe, hopefully. I mean, they're 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 working on the batter's eye, right? Did, wasn't that a thing? So I mean, well, they I mean they worked on the batter's eye for like a yeah. hot minute. I'm just saying, can we take a cue from the Orioles back backstop and just be like, oh, just holy. A whole, just a whole nice, solid screen back there. That may be, that may be good. No? Cool. Because they raked in, in Camden Yards. They seem to play really well in Camden. Home away from home. Might I point out the back backstop? Just saying. Batter's eye. Backstop is behind behind the, the, the catcher i know that guys <laughs> i know ball this was a test y'all passed yeah so uh let's just end with this bbwa writers i need you to listen i need you to listen very very closely okay i need you to listen very closely and i need you to vote billy wagner in to the baseball hall of fame please and and thank you please and thank you okay more Any? importantly, Baseball Writers Association, do your damn job and pick people that actually give a damn about the Hall of Fame. You got some of the most dumbest people, and, and y'all can come for me, I don't care, on the planet making these decisions because they just want to be cute, because they just yeah. want to be different, because I just want to put two guys on the ballot because I can, so I can anger people. This is not what it's about. It's not about us. It's not about mm -hmm. him. Nope. What, what are we doing? Yeah. G give so, me people that give a shit about the Hall of Fame. That's all I want. The, the one writer that literally voted for Billy Wagner last season, voted and voted for a couple of different guys last season, and then did not vote for those same guys this season to like make a point. What what are we doing? What what are you what are you doing? If if nothing changed from last season to this season and you didn't use all 10 of your votes, what in the actual fuck are we doing okay and the writers that are are saying that they're not voting for billy wagner because he was a closer or he was a reliever all all his career and he didn't have as many saves or he didn't have as many innings he didn't have, okay i need you to listen very carefully to me okay he ended he ended his career with the braves with a one a 1.39 ERA. Okay? It's not like the guy fell off. It's not like he couldn't perform. He could have pitched for a few more seasons and gotten those numbers. But he said, you know what? I'm, I'm kind of, I, I want to spend some time with my family. I want to go raise my kids. So he went and coached at his son's high school. He coached his high school, his his son's high school team. What are we doing here? I, listen, if he fell off his last couple of seasons, I, I could kind of understand and see where any of the baseball writers are coming from and saying, oh, okay, well, he didn't have the numbers. Okay, like, he ended his season on a high note. Like, he ended his, like, career on a freaking high note, people. What what are we doing? What, oh. And I get it. 
it is their job to be gatekeepers. Not everybody can be in the Hall of Fame. I understand that. But if you're going to give these if you're going to give these this power because it is power, you know, mm-hmm. these are these are their immortalities we're talking about. Fans are 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 invested too. So you're you're messing with I in my mind the watchability of your product because it all comes full circle, right? If that is a joke, well then fans are going to take less interest in it. You do this whole thing where you send all these people to the hall, you have everybody show up, make it, make it worth their wild, right? Get these voters, hold them accountable. I, I, I would think they should be critiqued at least every couple of years, something like that. If these votes don't make sense, Get them up out of here. Don't tell me there's not enough writers that you can't get another person in there that's going to care, that's going to do their job and make sure that the right people are represented in your Hall of Fame and not make it a spectacle and not make it a talking point or political because I'm bored and don't have anything else to do. I don't have a column due this week, so I'm just going to be difficult. I don't need yeah. none of that. It It is absolutely mind-boggling. I'm trying to find a a tweet that had uh, a bunch of great, great stats and I have lost it and I don't know where he is, but I mean like just straight up the fact that he taught himself how to throw left-handed because he broke his right arm when he was like seven. What? Like what? Just the fact that he loved baseball so much. He's like, no, no, I I don't want to not play baseball anymore. So um, I'm going to, I'm going to just, I'm going to just pitch with my left hand. Please and thank you. I need to know if he. I I think I saw, I think either saw a um. An article or heard a podcast or something, where, uh, they had asked him if he could throw. Right-handed. And he's like, "Yeah, I can." He goes, "It's just not as good. It's not as fast." He goes, "But it is more accurate." And they're like, "Wait, what?" So, if he throws right-handed. It is. It's a little bit more accurate. It's just not as fast. But left-handed, they asked him, I think, what his his top speed is now, and he's like, oh, I can I can run it up there. And he just kind of like, you know, I mean, if anybody has like watched any sort of Billy Wagner interview, like you know what I'm talking about. He's he's not like super flashy or whatever. And he's like, yeah, I can I can run it up there. And they're like, well, you know, so can, he's like, well, probably like like no low 90s. I'm sorry, what? So baseball writers, I need, I need you, I need you to to hop on board. Okay, just hop right on board. Vote Billy Wags. Stop trying to be cute, and just just vote him in. Just vote him in. Okay, that's all I'm asking for. My mental health. I really, I really need to unsubscribe. I need to unsubscribe to the to the Hall of Fame notifications because every time, every time I get one, I automatically look at if they voted for Billy Wags. And if they haven't, I need to go see why did you what stupid reason are you giving for not voting for Billy Wagner? And some of these some of these arguments, man, some of these are like, how are you comparing relief pitchers to starting pitchers? It's apples and oranges, apples and oranges makes no sense. And for the longest for the longest time, what they've done in order to kind of like determine a pecking order not just pitchers any position well he's not a first ballot maybe he's a fifth or a sixth or a seventh to kind of like re-rank guys right whatever 
I don't necessarily agree with it. If he's a Hall of Famer, he's a Hall of Famer. You shouldn't have to get to the 10th time in the ballot for them to vote you in because, okay, we've we've been to enough ballots. Now we think we can let you in where he, he the numbers don't change like Susie spoke to. It's the same guy on the first time as it was on the 10th time. Maybe the the people he's compared to aren't the same, but there's not like a number of people I think that has to get voted in. It's just 75%. So they're all the, the names on the ballot for everybody. It doesn't matter if it's one guy or 15 guys. You they're Hall of Famers, you vote them in. But there's this this gamesmanship they have where it's like, I need to, I guess, identify him as a sixth-year entry or a seventh-year entry. And it's just dumb. It's old, it's boring, it's 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 probably an old system. Just vote the guys in that that have earned it and get out of the way. Just get out of the way. Also, the fact that it is paper ballots just cracks me up. Like, what what are we doing? That you're actually mailing stuff in? What century is this? I don't know. I don't. I need someone to tell me why. Like BBWA writers, what what's going on there? Maybe. I feel like there is some reason for that, and I just don't don't know why. So if anybody knows, please drop it in the comments. Like send me send me a tweet. Slide into my DMs about this. Like don't don't send me unsolicited pictures. Okay, I don't I don't want any of that. And I will I will literally screen cap that shit and and shame you. Just just know. I can't find the tweet that I want to. At some point in time, I will find it and I will actually screen cap it and give uh, due credit where it is, where I saw it. But I can't find it. So I'm going to end on this. Oh, Chas McCormick. Uh, <laughs> look at that sweet swing, man. Let Chas cook, damn it. How did you not name this new kitten Chas? It doesn't look like a Chaz. <laughs> I don't know. Like I don't know what a Chaz cat would look like, but okay. I look. I'm all I'm telling you is that it does not look like a Chaz. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Toothless. It does is. not look. It does not look like a Chaz. Um. And with that, we're gonna end the podcast. So, uh, tell the people where they can find you, Tom. On Twitter, not X, because we do not believe it. Under my name at Third Coast Tom, all wrote out. Uh, the PSF app. I am covering the Texans game this week. People have asked. I was not supposed to, but I will. So come check it out. The Texans get CJ Stroud back this week. Should be fun. Oh, yay. Exactly. Uh, Blake Cashman also coming back. I know this is not a football podcast, but the PSF app is going to be great come baseball season. Get, if you're not already on there, get started now. Me and Susie will be doing baseball games all season long on the PSF app. Tons of fun, drinking games. We we laugh, cry, and die together game by game by game. And uh, it's the best place to be if you're not actually at the ballpark because it's a really good time. You can speak your piece whether you want to be on the screen, seen, or just chatting away uh, on, the, on the little chat box underneath. It's, it's got live stats on there. It's the best thing that you can do from the comfort of your own home to interact with fans. So PSF app. Go download that wherever you get your apps. 
and find whichever room you want to be in the Texans, the Astros, the Rockets. I mean, I think they're doing hockey too. You can literally anything sports related. You can find somewhere to get with fans like me and Susie. Um, he says that I don't actually know what's happening with the Astros because no one has talked to me from the PSF app. And that makes me a little sad. I don't just, Justin, like Mitch, where are you at? Okay. I'm calling you out on, on my podcast, which you don't listen to, but that's okay. <laughs> I am going to DM them and be like, WTF guys, what's happening? Anyhow, hopefully, hopefully we will be back next season. Um, I plan on it, but you know, they've assured Fine. me that we were because at the end of the season, they're like, we need you guys back. And they're like, y'all will be back. So I'm, oh. I'm planning as if we're doing baseball games. Oh, okay. Well, that's in that's fair. 90 days or whatever. 91. Okay. 91. I say 91. Is that, I feel like that's, that's what my, my countdown says. Yeah. 91 opening day. If you are on the YouTubes, you can see my, my countdown opening day, 91 spring training, 58. If you uh, if you don't love baseball that much and have a countdown on your phone, what are you even doing? How long before Susie takes over spring training? It's probably gonna take a little bit. I have that side freaking... was a real pain. If you if you're not watching this, I have I have hurt. kids that apparently <laughs> need to go to college or something. I don't I don't know. It hurts, guys. So so I need I need a thousand of you to start listening to the podcast. So can make money so I can go to spring training. Just, just side note, I'm just saying. Um, but on that note, please give us reviews, written reviews. We would love that. Uh, Five-star ratings, that would also be great because apparently somebody thought it'd be really cool to leave me a one-star review or a one-star rating, and that kind of hurt my heart. I was like, at least write me a review and tell me why, dude. Like, I'm a little mad about it, but whatever. I'm over it. No, I'm not. <laughs> but leave us, leave us comments. Hit subscribe on YouTube. All that fun stuff. If um, you know you know anybody that likes the Astros or likes baseball in general, um, like I said, Tom is the co-host on the Astros edition of Bourbon and Baseball. Kelsey is the co-host on the Bourbon and Baseball All the Balls edition, uh, where we talk about literally all of the baseball teams. And um, they do Christmas be... cards, really cute Christmas, Christmas cards. Oh yeah, they did no with hats. Oh, was oh, on Instagram. You're... Oh, yeah, that was yeah. that was yeah. I, I, I wasn't a part of that. I'm I'm yeah. a little hurt, but it's okay. Yeah. I'll get over it. But th yeah. theirs is really good. Go listen okay. to that one. Yeah, yeah. Really. You should do that. Um, see, I feel like I need to do like two like versions of it, and then, and then it's just gonna be weird, Tom. But that's okay. Now, now I know. Now I know. I'll do two. <laughs> I will do two versions. We will make a Happy New Year graphic, okay? And it will be to just be prepared to make a silly face, Tom. I just want you to know. Just make make a silly face. Um. <laughs> So with that, we're going to end the podcast, guys. Maybe we're going to end the podcast because I don't know where my mouse is. <laughs> nope. Nope. Still don't know where my mouse is. Guys, I have three screens and I don't know where my <laughs> mouse is. There it is. There it is. I found it. I found it. Hooray. Okay. Now we're going to end the podcast. Um, like I said, check us out on the YouTubes. All, all anywhere where you can listen to podcasts. Apple, Spotify, any of the other things. I'm not. I personally don't know any of the other things, so I don't ever like list them. And people are like, are you on such and such? I don't even know what that is, so I can't tell you. So if I don't say it, then I don't know. Um, but at some point in time, I am actually going to get a website because I, I bought I bought website names, guys. I bought like website names. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's, that's hot. Yeah. So maybe we're going to do like a like a New Year's resolution type thing 
at some point in time. So we'll see. We'll see. So with that, we're going to end the podcast. Thanks, guys, for listening. And yay, baseball.